Welcome to Random Thoughts with Ray. We're here with me, Ray, and my over-the-telephone co-host, Nate. Hey, girl, hey. Well, I tell you what, I sure do miss that hey, girl, hey, even though I cringed every time you said it. Aw, you miss me. I do. <laughs> so, you know, as we know, this is the COVID-19 stay-in-home safe orders I am currently not working, so I am home with my kids. But, Nate, you're still working, right? I am. Yep, still working, uh, doing the construction deal, doing a little bit of working from home and, you know, helping out, uh, watching my kids, relieving my ex so that she can get her work done from home. Uh, so, yeah. Well, that sounds, like, time. that sounds like a great partnership, you and your ex. And that's one thing I really uh, like about you and your ex is you guys really, you know, come together and help each other. and. That's the same way with my daughter's dad and me. In fact, I've asked him a few times, do you guys need food? Do you need eggs? Do you need anything? Because my daughter goes there too. And he's like, no, we're actually fully stocked. We got some toilet paper. And I think I've even asked you if you needed eggs or anything. Yeah, you did the other day. You were going to a, to a farm to pick up some fresh eggs. And I had just I had just bought some. So, but uh, yeah. I'm going back to that farm either today and tomorrow. Do you need any eggs? Or are you still Actually, I, I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just ran out. So awesome. Well, instead of, I'm not going to bore people with the egg prices, um, but it's super <laughs> cheap. I'll just text you and see what eggs you want. They're all farm fresh. I will shout out the farm. They're called Dadino's. It's D A D I N O. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, in our Fresno County area and they're freaking awesome. Anyways. Um, Oops. so, um, we have, found this podcast a while ago called mm -hmm. the family podcast there are two brothers in england i love listening to them i know you've listened to them mm -hmm. i have become really good friends with them through um uh our instagram page and it's, it's really kind of nice for us to be able to talk to people in different countries mm -hmm. we also talk to them about um their COVID-19 compared to our COVID-19 and how things are the same and how things are different and so we have them as a guest on our podcast. Yeah. So that's really fun. Mm -hmm. I will say that this is a longer podcast. I want to say it's almost two hours long. So, you know, really, if you think about it, what else are you going to do? Right, Nate? It's exactly. I mean, it's like, it's not like everybody's, I mean, see, yeah, some of us are still working and whatnot, but. I mean, generally, it's like, hey, just shut off Netflix and listen to us chit chat for a little while, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because who doesn't love us? You know what I mean? Uh, right. Exactly. And then it's us plus the family podcast plus uh, Sam and Dawn. And they're awesome. And I think we had some really, really cool conversations. Yes, we did. So. Um, I have uh, we've already recorded it with Sammy and Dawn. So now right mm -hmm. now we're just doing our intro. So that way you guys know, because I want to put it out there because of the fact they're in England and me and Nate cannot be next to each other because of the COVID-19. Um, this was all done over the phone. We were in four different households. So the quality is great, but you can hear, you know, someone drinking coffee, someone opening their, and I don't know if it was you, Nate, that made a cup of coffee because you can hear it in the background. Oh yeah, I did. I made a cup of coffee, I think, while we were on the, uh, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So it was really great. I think I set my coffee cup down a few times because I can hear that. Mm -hmm. Normally, we don't have this type of issues, and if we would have originally done this with Don and Sammy, they probably would have been together, and, and the quality would have been so much better. But, you know, it's COVID-19. 
I know for me, I'm cleaning my house like three times a day because I just don't understand how it gets messy with kids <laughs> in the home now. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this has just been a, a fun little time for all of us. Yeah, and you know we're we're making do with what we what we got, and we're just making the best of it, and trying to trying to stay sane. You know. Yeah. So what have what have you been doing to fill your time? You know, I mean, obviously you you have your son all the time, and you know um, you have your daughter most of the time. But like, what have you have you been? Well, you have your Facebook your Facebook group, the uh, Cooking with Jess, right? Yes, I have a Facebook group because I had a friend call me up and say, "Hey, how do you make boiled beans?" And I'm like, "What?" What do you mean how to make you, boiled you beans? You boil water and put beans in it. <laughs> yeah, throw some seasoning. So I walked her through it. I told her when mm -hmm. she makes her Spanish rice to call me, but she made rice first and then wanted to know how to see. I'm like, no, no, you got to season it and cook Before everything. The rest of the rice it. is cooking. So yeah. um, a friend of ours had suggested I do Facebook live videos on how to cook because I am very known in this area to be cooking. People love my food, mm -hmm. not trying to be like, woo-woo. Um, no, she, yeah, Jess is a really good cook. So. Yes. I mean, I will toot my own yeah. north. Toot, toot. Um, and yep. so that group, I figured it'd be 10, maybe 20 people, like mm -hmm. close friends. This group is over 255 people now. Nate, wow. you even post on there. and <laughs> I did. I do have it. I do have a video on there. I think you have two. You have your coffee video and then that other one where it was like, breaking down what it was going it was a one of those gifs and so it was oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Funny. oh that was that was really funny i love that it's like a guy's you know like how, how guys look at cooking <laughs> yeah so pretty much it was like explaining like uh oh throw the gar uh the, the vampire uh whatever it would be garlic in there it was just funny <laughs> um it would be like italian water and then it's like tomato sauce yeah. it was just great <laughs> And then it's like a couple of future generations and they crack some eggs in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so it funny. Was funny yeah. Chicken pancakes. It was great. Um, so that if ever anybody wants to look it up, it is a public um, forum. It is called uh, cooking with Jesse Ray and it's just J E S S I E. And then Ray is R A E. Um, so that's been fun. I have a few news stations that are kind of interested in possibly, you know, having me do interview about it. Mm -hmm. um, I also actually did a, another online interview where I actually went to the studio and it was just something to the effect of like Central Valley talk. And it's just stuff that goes on in the Central Valley. And they had me on for a whole 45 minutes and it was awesome. And wow. we talked about the group. I even mentioned our podcast and awesome. the other thing that I've been doing is I do not know how to sew. And because my dad <laughs> works in a like retirement home, mm -hmm. he has to be very like careful who he's around. So we haven't even seen my mom. I mean, we've seen her, but we ha I haven't hugged my mom. Yeah. And yesterday, which was the 13th, was... Um, the hardest day for me, I, I, I actually ended up breaking down and crying a little bit. And as most of you guys know, um, I don't really cry. And it was just, it was hard for me. And I need to go to the store. My mom needed to go to the store. So we decided to keep distance and go to Walmart super, supermarket and shop. And it was, it's like, it makes me emotional right now yeah. because 
I'm very close to my mom and I just want to hug her. I just want to put my arms around her and hug her. And uh, my son is hard for him because he's like, mom, I just want to see Papa. I just want to see Papa. I won't touch him. I just want to sit next to him. And I'm just like, and yeah. it breaks my heart because he has tears in his eyes. Yeah. So well, we, pass- and we talked about that on the podcast too. We did. We so, did. And yeah. so I had got myself a little sewing machine off of Amazon. I do not know how to sew. And I just started trying to make these masks because my dad's work is running out of masks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do something. And people are donating to the hospitals, but they're not thinking about our convalescent hospitals mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And, you know, they're, they're all of our high risk people. And so I I've started making some masks and then my sewing machine jammed. I want to throw it across the room. So another friend's like, Hey, I have this other sewing machine that's more heavy duty. So I was able to get all that stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still practicing and that's pretty much what my week's going to look like is, is finally just making a bunch of masks. And nice. my, my goal's a hundred. It's not going to happen. Um, if it does, that means I'll be done around Christmas time. So you guys are all going to get Christmas masks for Christmas. <laughs> just saying. So, yeah, but well, other than hopefully, that, hopefully COVID is over by then. Well, they're saying oh. they're going to tonight, which is the 14th of April, everybody, if you're just kind of oh. like wondering, our governor is going to be giving us guidelines to show us slowly lifting the orders. So things will eventually get back to normal. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yes. So I've been, one of the things that I've been doing is, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty musical person and I play the guitar and I play the drums and stuff. And a few years back, I bought a mandolin. Um, That's right. And I can, I can play a little bit, you know, I'll learn a song here and there. Um, but then I was like, you know what? Like when I don't have my kids and obviously I'm not going out, like I'm, let me, let me do something productive. And so I signed up for an online class um, to learn the mandolin. Uh, and so I've been practicing that. And I actually, oh, that's cool. I actually ordered a new mandolin and it's supposed to get delivered today. Uh, so that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited that about fun. that. So, you know, my daughter has been teaching herself a ukulele. She oh, there you go. Has been wanting one. So about a year ago, I bought her a nice one. It wasn't, that much it wasn't that expensive but it was still good quality and a good known brand Mm -hmm. and she finally just started teaching herself so i'm like okay good about time and she can play you are my sunshine awesome within a half hour and i was like oh geez okay that's That's cool cool. yeah that's awesome well it's like you know what what the hell else do we have to do might as well pick up a new hobby or or, you know exactly one so and this is a longer podcast so what the hell are you guys gonna do yeah. Put on your earphones and fold your laundry, do your dishes, make some sewing masks, clean your house, vacuum, whatever. You know what? We're going to give you guys two hours of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, I yep. mean, what better thing you can ask for except for listen to a kick-ass podcast with not just us, but with Sammy and Don from the family podcast. Yeah. So. If people have not um, checked them out, you can just go to Instagram, type in the family podcast. Um, you can find them on Apple and all the other. That's what I listen through is Apple because I have an iPhone. But um, you can find them and other people that we talked about, like Chick with the Stick. We also talk about another one that's called Miss Talk. And in between M-I-S-S are little periods. And then talk is just one word. Once again, those are two brothers as well. Um I really enjoyed them and we actually have a collaboration that's going to be coming up with them soon. 
And I think that's really exciting for that. So other than that, Nate, is there anything you want to throw out there? No, no, I, I, no, I think we're good. I think uh, we should let, you know, let everybody get on with the, get on with the show. This has been a, what, a 10 minute intro already. <laughs> I know we were only going to do like two minutes. So, um, but you know, once again, random thoughts with Ray. And Nate. I had to throw that in there. Yeah. And Nate. <laughs> and Nate. So, um, but you know, we always, honestly, this podcast was only supposed to be a half hour long and we just were talking, talking, talking on great information. So we just couldn't stop. Yeah. So you guys are going to love it, hopefully. And um, so I guess without further ado, we will now um, introduce Sammy and Don from their podcast, The Family Podcast. So you guys, be safe, stay in, follow the orders until it's lifted. Have a good day, evening, morning, whatever it is you're listening to. We love you guys. Stay safe. Well, Sammy, since it's just me and you at the moment, we'll just go ahead and start talking off. (laughs) Because um, so as we just explained that we are doing our podcast with you guys. And so we're all just trying to connect over the phone since there is definitely a um, big land of water between us. And I think we might be having a little bit of technical difficulties because both of our co-hosts have not joined our call yet. I was just about to say I would put money on it that Don was lost, but um, he isn't. He's not. <laughs> it's Nate. <laughs> Look at you trying to sell me out already. It's supposed to be a team. <laughs> it's just we funny. are, we are, we are. It's just funny that Nate's not in. There's Nate. Oh, my goodness. Nate changed his name to Giddy Up Sergeant Carruthers. <laughs> which is a podcast episode where we talked about that so (laughs) welcome guys it's so nice to finally record a podcast with you we've been talking about it geez for months i think yeah yeah Yeah. for for a little while um yeah but i feel super honored to be able to come on here and talk with you guys obviously i listen um to the podcast when i can um and it's a great podcast so like i say it's a big honor for me Oh, well, thank you. And, and same for you guys. I absolutely love listening to you. Thank you, oh, yeah. thank you so much. In fact, um, I was talking to another podcast called M-I-S-S Talk, so Miss Talk. Um, and I did a test run with them, and I'd actually brought you guys. Oh, in fact, I think you guys follow each other. Um, yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, they're really awesome as well. Um, so real quick, um, it is early for us. It's 8.30 a.m., and it is well er, early ish. Early ish. It's <laughs> early for COVID nineteen weekend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get out of bed till like one o'clock, so I'm not judging. Nice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so what time is it right now over there? Like what? Three thirty. Four thirty. Four thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you guys are right about eight hours ahead of us. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Hours. Okay. Cool. So question. Nice, not- um, since it's morning for us, we're having coffee. Uh, you guys don't drink coffee, or you do, or it's black. <laughs> See, we have the best of both worlds. Like we can, we can drink tea, or we can drink coffee. Um, usually, if I'm gonna have coffee, it's black coffee, no sugar. 
Yeah, cause... How do you have black sugar and no coffee? Uh, sorry, uh, how do you have um, black coffee no sugar? Yeah, you you pour it in a mug and you drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just don't put any sugar. Wait, it comes without sugar? Shocking. <laughs> yeah, man. That's insane. I should have like... Three scoops of sugar in my coffee. No. If it's a black coffee. I used to drink black coffee. I liked it super strong. Like, we would jokingly say, like, if mm. I make you a cup of coffee, I'd be like, it's going to put hair in your chest. So I love that strong yeah. black coffee. But now I, I like my coffee super sweet. And um, Oh, but my what tea, happened? My, I don't know. I guess my <laughs> I was so cold and bitter in my heart. My heart softened, my taste buds softened. Now, Aww. I like that sweet coffee. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to. Well, I, I um, the only coffee I really drink black is like cold brew coffee. Okay. But, uh, uh, just wait. Do you guys know, know what cold I'm... brew is? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that was yeah. a stupid <laughs> question to ask, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, it's but but yeah. Generally, if I drink hot coffee. I I have to I put creamer in it. You know, my my joke is that I like my coffee like I like my women light and sweet. You know, philosophy <laughs> <laughs> have my friend. I I the same thing, but I've said I like my coffee like I like my men. Depends on my mood. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that was nice too. I see it. Yep, yep. Yeah. So um, what's funny is um a while ago when I'd seen your guys's um podcast instagram page uh you guys did a challenge with uh stick with the chick about their how they drink oh. their coffee in the morning yes yeah, yeah, that yeah. was hilarious i was laughing because they said i mean they kind of blindsided me and they were like well you have to do it in an american accent and i was like oh jesus well uh, <laughs> a lot of people seem to like it you know i didn't get crucified so yeah, yeah you did good kind of well Thank you. Yeah, I leave that stuff up to Sammy because if I do, you're definitely getting crucified. Oh, go ahead, John. I want to hear your best American accent. No, no, no. <laughs> Waiting. You want to hear my what? Your American accent. I don't have an American accent. <laughs> uh, well, I, I bet you if we tried, if we tried to do the reverse and tried to do a British accent, we'd all sound like. I'd probably sound like uh, Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. Oh, I want to hear. So, it. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to insult the British people. <laughs> All right, if you do, See, now if you do an English accent, I'll do an American accent. I can. Well, I, I can, can't guarantee it's going to be any good. Well, I can do Irish and Scottish. I can do those. Combine it with English. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I've noticed there's a fascination with accents, and especially, um, apparently, we're quite loved over in America for our English accents. Oh, yes. Whereas, oh, my gosh. No, nobody cares on here. Yeah. <laughs> so how did, do you reckon it's just like people, just because of the difference, kind of people yeah, gravitate I, to something? I think, I think it is. I think it's just, it's something different. It's not something you hear every day. Um, mm. You know, it's just really kind of random. And I, it's funny because I've actually... Um, I've I've been with a few women who really like it when I talk to them in a Scottish accent. Like, oh my god, I oh, have to my coffee out, mate. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and and just... again, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not familiar with like the the, the territories and the dialects of the Scottish accent. I just kind of like do it, you know. 
Um, because cool, cool. I, I grew, I grew up, play, I actually, when I was in high school, I played in the bagpipe and drum band. And so we hung out with, you know, a bunch of Scottish people. So I kind of picked oh, it up. Right. But, but yeah, nice. there was, yeah. Oh, you, you want to hear it? Do you reckon there's any, yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, that's the fun. It's always like, a, you know, it's always like, okay, now you're well, on what, what do I say? Right. Yeah. It's like, now I'm on spot. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I like my coffee in the morning. Um, it's, uh. I like, I drink hot coffee every morning. I drink tea. Um, yeah. I've, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, thank was, you. Yeah. I was going to do an English accent, but I do not want to follow that one up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Jess. Come on. Mine's more going to be like Mary Poppins. <laughs> well, hey, you know, like, that I would find that hot if the woman talked to me like Mary Poppins. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, if I'm like Mary Poppins, I, I'm like the mean Mary Poppins. I'm going to beat my kids. Like, there used to be, there's a show called, like, Super Nanny. And she's, they're from, like, England yeah. or, sorry yeah. if I, yeah, 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 I was going to say, like, London, England. I don't know if that's, like, the same. I feel so stupid now. I should have paid attention in class. Um, yeah, it's, okay. a, it's the same thing. It's just All one right, cool. giant city. Cool. Um, <laughs> just like the U.S. It's just one big state to me. No, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with. Oh, so I watched that show and I'm like, dang, these kids are bad. You know, why do you need mm. Super Nanny? Just beat the shit out of your kid, you know? And then Super <laughs> Nanny comes in and she doesn't beat them. I'm like, wait a minute. How did you get that kid to do that without beating them? And I'm not saying I beat yeah. the kids, but um, I kind of need Super Nanny right now in my life with my five-year-old. Oh, oh man. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, because, okay, so here, here, here's, a tr- here's a quick transition, a little pro transition. Over here, like at least in California, like pretty much all the schools are shut down. Yes. You know. Yeah. And is it the, is it the same over there? Are you guys. Yeah. Like no school. Yeah. Well, no and, school, no child mind, there's nothing. Yeah. Well, and so over here, like our, I don't know how how your school schedule runs, but generally, like we get like we get the summer off. So, yeah. like our kids are in school till June. You know, like the beginning of June, and then they go back like mid to late August. You know. Yeah. Same here. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. And. Well, our school, our school districts just announced that they're not going to open up before summer break. Oh, geez. so because of because of COVID nineteen and everything that's going on right now, I'm just like, right. okay, yeah. so what the hell am I supposed to do with my kids? You know, because <laughs> you know, do you know what? Daddy's um, still got to make that donut money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, loads of people, <laughs> loads of people are in the same situation. Because um, as you may have heard me mention, if you listen to the podcast, I work for social service. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what happens because we're all working from home and sometimes I hear in the background, ah, money! <laughs> this is like, <laughs> like oh, all right. <laughs> but, you know, there's not really much you can do about it because, you know, people are expected to work, but in terms of their children, they're expected to stay at home, I guess. Yeah. And man. nobody, and you can't even shout at your children. You don't even know what's going on anymore because you don't know whether they did well in GCSEs or whether they didn't because they never took them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so all these tests that they're supposed to be doing, you know how you like, because my mom is like plain like African, like she's straight up African. So all she cares about, not all she cares about, but when it comes to school, she cares about your grades. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She cares about your grades and that you're performing well. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine if this was the situation for me and Sammy, she would be really lost right now. Mm Because she'd want us to study, but what would we be studying for? Yeah. Um, yeah. And she can't tell us we didn't do any good in any tests because we haven't done yeah. any tests. Yeah, well, 
So I reckon she'd be going crazy. Yeah, well, well, and then he... you lose that motivation too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. so now, now, so with your school system over there, like your GCSEs, like that is what like kind of transfers you to the next, to the next grade or to the next level, correct? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so that's like from, um, it goes from secondary school, you do your GCSEs. Okay. And yeah. That would be you guys is going into... Would it be? maybe. I don't know. So yeah, you take school, your GCSEs yeah. when you're 16. Yeah, okay. And then so that's... you use that to get into colleges. Yeah. Okay, so that, yeah, that's our, so that would be like our SAT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah cause what, or, or, okay, yeah, you're yeah. like at 16, you're like in your second year of high school, usually. Your first so and second, right. depending on but how yeah. your birthday falls. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. But so here, at least in California, like they have the standardized testing, but it's not going to happen this year. Well, it's not number one, it's not going to happen this year, but and it's not really. I think my kids are young. You know, my oldest is only, he turns eight in a couple of weeks. Um, mm. So he's in the second grade, but at least at this phase, and I don't think it's true at all. Like your, your tests don't like, if you fail the test, you still, you still progress, you know? Right. So we have our standardized testing, but it's like, Oh, well, if you did, if you did poorly, then they just put you in maybe a special class next year or something like that. And some, and actually, right, right, honestly, right. Well, this is sad to say, our school system has really dropped on that because, you know, mm. if you have a kid that's struggling, um, the public system can hold them back a year, but they will only hold them back one year, which is understandable. But sometimes, like my daughter was having problems in school and I'm fighting and fighting and fighting to get her tested. And it was a fight for me. And I finally got her tested and comes to find out she has like learning disabilities and stuff like that. And, and, um, and I'm finally at the point where I fought for four years four years and I finally got to the point where my wow. I got that testing you know and and unfortunately our system it's so broken mm -hmm. that it, it's mm. it's either you have to fight for your child or they just get pushed along and even mm -hmm. if this child has yeah. D's and S they'll still push them along yeah social and, and promotion that's when like the parent has to step up and say I need help with my kid I need you to help me yeah. it's like it, it's just crazy I mean my daughter had went to a private Christian school and because it's a private school, Christian school, they get no government funding. So now my daughter needed right. a special education teacher because of her, her testing that, that showed it. Um, it's called an yeah. IEP or IP. Yeah. IEP. And um, that school couldn't provide it. And I remember having wow. to do one of those town hall meetings and I stood up and I just, and I'm very vocal no, Obviously. you um, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys. Sorry, I am vocal. Um, I had to. I stood up in that town hall for our school, and it's a smaller school. And I just said, you know, you guys are all big about this, 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 and this. But what about special education? My daughter's not the only one. Mm -hmm. And as I'm going talking about it, and I'm not being rude, I'm not being aggressive. I'm just being passionate, mm -hmm. and and to the point where I'm almost in tears. Then the panel told me, this isn't the time to talk about this. You need to sit down. I said, no, this is the wow. time to talk about this. You do not tell me to sit down. Yeah. And and yeah. they're like, no, this literally, this is not the time. This is about this. And all of a sudden, I had other people. And there's probably about 150 adults in there saying, no, you let her talk. They stood up. They said, you guys wow. be quiet. You let her talk. So and they pretty much so told that board to shut their mouth and allow me to say what I needed to say. And people respected that. Didn't work. I didn't yeah. get a special education for her. Oh shit! So did <laughs> which is why oh, homeschooled now. 
telling you to sit down. Have they ever met you before? Yes. Like yes, because that's this so because it's cr- like for people. me. Like I would never say that to you because it's like I just imagine I will cut you. Right. <laughs> like you don't try to shut me up. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, it's funny. It's is because I mean they were right that the what the town hall meeting wasn't about it was certain things and certain agendas but i didn't care at that point because no one wanted to listen to me it was yeah we don't have money for it but we'll take care of it but this year i put my daughter on homeschool she's doing great she's in sixth grade she's already finished seventh grade history she's like done with seventh grade history Mm. and i'm like freaking that's awesome so the whole covid19 and the kids staying home didn't really affect me because my daughter's already on homeschool yeah. My son, okay. however, oh, yeah. goes to preschool three hours a day. I'm about ready to kill him. Just joking, I wouldn't do that. But in fact, I think I even told Nate. Um, do you think a judge would convict me if I just like, you know, tied my kid up in the closet and left him there for a few days? Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if your social services is in the Yeah, right. You're a gun mate. This is like one of those things where it's like this is real parent talk, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Any, yeah, any yeah. Parent who tells you that they've never wanted to tie their kid down is like, no, sorry, yeah. that's Lying. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's times I've seen nude news feed where someone's like, you know, they whatever it may be, and they like got rid of their kid or locked him up in the house and or whatever, and then they get in trouble and they're in court, and I'm like, you know totally was wrong what they did but at some point mm. you kind of relate to it because as a parent yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i love my kids definitely. like my daughter's great but my son goodness gracious he's yeah. he's a ball of energy Let's man talk about this so do you have a clear favorite then um it depends on my mood honestly uh, but Jim, oh, fantastic also yeah that's a really good answer dang <laughs> Because, you know, honestly, it's like my, my daughter at one point, because they're seven years older, she was feeling mm. a little left out and neglected. Um, right. And one time I had to sit her down. I said, baby girl, it, it's not that because I guess she made a comment about how to my mom that I'm closer with my son. So I, I made a right. comment to her. And now that she's older, I said, baby, I said, I love you. And I love your brother the same. I go, there are going to be times mm. where you're going to make me mad. I want to feel like I love your brother more. And there's times where mm. he makes me mad. I'm going to love you more. So, but honestly, I love mm. you both the same. I said, but you have to realize yeah. you have an amazing dad that you go to the house, his house, and you see him every week for so many days. And he's there for you. I yeah. said, you got to realize your brother doesn't have that. All he has is me. Right. And it's not that I'm, yeah. and I am closer with him, but it's because he's little and he needs me. My daughter's older and she's in her room on her phone or reading or, or whatever. Cool. But now that within the last year and a half, two years, she understands it now. And she sees it. Mm. But now that my son's getting older, now I'm like, dude, get away from me. <laughs> you know? I mean, give me my space. <laughs> oh, me. I, I need me time. I love both of my yeah. kids, honestly. Um, and, and I totally get asking my mom growing up, oh, so-and-so is your favorite. Or who's your favorite? And she's like, I love you guys all the same, the but same. in different ways. Yeah. Totally understand yeah. that now. You know, I remember when, uh, yeah. when we had yeah. our first kid, um, my ex-wife and I, we had our first kid, like, uh, one of the guys at my work was, like, you know, I was asking, he has, he has, like, four or five kids, and I was, like, dude, what's it like, and he goes, he's, like, I'll tell you something, he's, like, the moment you see that baby for the first time, oh. it's, like, he said, it's, like, a whole nother part of your heart opens mm-hmm. up, 
Mm. You know, and it's like that with every single kid. And he's like, he, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. He's like, no, you don't get it. And he's like, you won't get it until it happens. And sure enough, right. like three months later when my son was born, I was like, oh, okay. Like now, now I get it. You know what I mean? So, so. It, was, it was funny when I had my, I had my daughter at emergency C-section. So I opted to do a C-section with my son. And of course, I wasn't okay. thinking I was seven years older and a lot heavier at the time. So I didn't, it wasn't as good bounce back as it was when I was 22. Right. Um, but when, mm. when I, they took my son out of my stomach and, you know, they put him next to your face and I'm like, oh, I love you. And then when I go to the recovery room and they want you to have your kids so that way you're holding and you're bonding and you're recovering, I physically could not. Every time my son would touch me and I would try to hold him or try to feed him, I would start throwing up and gagging. And, it, and literally, mm. I could not touch my son for the first 12, 15 hours. But every time I did, I was violently sick. It was like if I was allergic to him, it was really weird. Mm. Um, yeah, that's mad. They said that's normal, though. They said that happens sometimes. Well, I'm glad to know that's normal. I don't know, because I wasn't a father, but yeah. Um, but just generally, like, I've, heard, I've heard that happens. I can't remember what it's called, though. Well, and I wonder if it happens more with, with like, C-sections, because... You know, like, so my ex and I did a bunch of research. Um, we did a home birth with our oldest two, um, you know, and so it's like that, you know, so we did a bunch of research about it and they talk about like how when, you know, when you go, when you go through childbirth, you know, when a woman experiences childbirth and obviously I'm not a woman, so I have no experience on this, but like, it, <laughs> like the, the, the transitions that your body goes through, like releases certain hormones and it releases those bonding hormones. And so a lot of times it can be harder for women who have C-sections to, because they haven't had those hormones released into their system to develop right. the, okay, to develop that like immediate bond, you know? And if we have any doctors listening or mm. anything, they, feel free to tell me I'm full of shit, but <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say you're full of shit, but I can't because I've had two C-sections and two different um, experiences. Yeah. So yeah. Um, quick question. Yeah. This is going to be the stupidest question ever. I know they say no questions are stupid questions, but this is honestly a stupid question. I already know the answer. You guys celebrate Easter over there in England, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I thought so because, yeah, I thought so. I thought because it's a religious thing. So I figured, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What you are your guys' know. Easter plans? Um, so for me, I'm going to be home with the family, obviously. Um, oh really? That's shocking. <laughs> like I don't understand oh, why oh, you'd want to be home anywhere. with family on Easter. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to be out and about somewhere? I always, I wasn't always you, like do it. Wasn't so, you guys? I oh, sorry, go on, Sam. So I always, you know, tend to go see my mom, um, and and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's really just going to yeah. be me, the wife, and and the and the kids. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. Have a good time. Have some cake. I'm not really gonna do much. Yeah. Uh, just probably eat my ass off. And, just don't accidentally yeah. hide an egg underneath like a bed and forget about it because that would be awful in a few weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do a map because you know what? One though, so. We always do like oh we're gonna remember where our eggs are. We always forget where we hide all the eggs and there's a couple kids so oh, we're like no. doing like 50, 60 eggs. You know, and it's just like, so mm. we, we switched to plastic eggs after yeah. a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. My Easter's canceled, actually. Idea. I, I um, was so focused about this whole COVID-19 and making sure, like, certain things were taken care of around the house. And, and all of a sudden, I'm right. like, oh, my gosh, it's Easter. And I'm not trying to go to, to our, our store, Walmart, here and, 
and um, yeah. and, and go get Easter stuff. I'm really limited to where I go and when I go. And if I go out, it's for necessity. Um, so mm. I go to, on Amazon to order Easter stuff and nothing's coming in on time. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So my son's five. He's going to have no clue we miss Easter. My daughter's older. I talked to her. She's like, that's cool, mom. I said, we'll have it. Can we push it back? And she's like, cool. So as of right now, well, actually, I had it pushed back to like the first week of May so we can celebrate with family. Mm. But our lockdown has been extended to May 6th. And I have a feeling okay. it's going to uh, get extended through the month of May. Yeah, so I will be celebrating yeah. a COVID-19 35th birthday. I think I'm going to have a Zoom birthday party. So if you guys want to join my birthday party. Okay, cool. I'll let you know. Yeah, that's right. Well, 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 <laughs> here's here's a question for you. This is so funny because, like, so I'm a I'm a movie nut, right? Like, I love films and just. But like when we're talking about like, oh, COVID is like ruining Easter, and it's like, oh, we're gonna have to cancel Easter. Like, mm-hmm. do you guys remember that movie, um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with Kevin Costner? I don't know if you guys ever saw it. <laughs> But like there's, yeah. there's a oh, scene. Yeah. ages ago. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Well, there's a scene Agent. in there when yeah. Alan Alan Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham, Nottingham, like he's totally like pissed off, and he's like, you know, increase taxes, blah 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 blah, and then he like, yeah. like looks out the door and goes and cancel Christmas. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like that's COVID nineteen. Yeah, right that's now. where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real quick. I, I can't believe it, man. I want to ask one more question before we uh, jump onto another topic. Um, so on the COVID-19, so for us, we are, we were told that they prefer us to wear a mask. They said, um, if we're out in the public, um, they, you know, said, we want you guys to stay home. If you guys go outside, just stay around your house and get some fresh air. Don't stay out long. Um, now we are um, getting fined. As, so as of, actually, Nate, I don't know if you know this, as of midnight that just happened for us, if we are caught in the city of Fresno or the city of Clovis, which is in the area we live, doing a non-essential item or hanging out with people we're not supposed to, we are getting a $1,000 fine for it. Ooh. Yeah. What? And I don't know, are they yeah. doing that over there in England? So recently... I ain't been uh, given their fine yet. Okay, so recently um, the, the British government said that, you know, you've had your... Because we've been in lockdown around about three weeks mm-hmm. now. So they said that everyone's had their grace period. If you do come out of your house for non-essential items, then you're going to be fined or you could end up with a criminal record. Wow. Um, uh, Yeah, the chief of police also came out and said that police will have the powers to search your shopping if to see if you have bought essential items as well, if people don't adhere the social distancing rules that are in place so um it's getting it's getting like that for us as well yeah well it's Um, just crazy it's been quite relaxed but now it's turning up a bit it's just crazy because you know i i see people that i know that are going up into the mountains hanging out with other people going to bars that are still like hidden and open and then having people at their house and then they're visiting their family and they're visiting with their kids and i'm like do you not care? Like you, and they're like, well, we were all, we're all young and healthy and having fun. I go, that's the attitude that's causing people. And now the, there's a big range where it's like the uh, 35 to like 45, like that age group is getting hit more. Uh-huh. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I just found out that I'm considered high risk. I didn't think about it. I have bad kidneys. I have kidney issues. I have, you know, oh. I have light asthma. So I wasn't really worried about that, but um, mm. you know, so I'm like, 
crap. I, I went to the grocery store with my boyfriend and all of a sudden I'm like, we both were like, it's really weird and eerie and everyone's wearing masks, very yeah. twilight zone. It was kind of empty and, and it was just, it's just weird. But when I see people doing what they're doing, it pisses me off because I haven't physically touched my mom. I don't even know how long mm. and I'm close to my mom. <clears throat> my son yesterday, yeah. um, we decided, even though they, they do not encourage us, they say not to do this, but my, we went to my parents' house. They sat in the back of their truck. My mom pulled her other truck away. We sat. So we weren't, we were more than six foot apart. Mm -hmm. We're eating ice cream because my son's like in tears saying that he misses his papa and he wanted <clears> to see <throat> him. And I said, well, baby, we'll go and have ice cream, but we can't touch him. He goes, okay, well, I want to sit next to papa. Mm -hmm. Baby, you can't. He's like, mom, please, I, I won't touch him. I won't. And I go, it's not about that, sweetie. Uh -huh. It's just, he knows what's going on, but then again, he doesn't quite get it. And uh -huh. it's heartbreaking because these kids don't yeah, understand uh -huh. that. Yeah, it's just totally but different. They don't get it, yeah. And I mean, that's one of the things that people don't understand, that it's having more of an effect than mm -hmm. people know. I mean, in England as well, because they closed all the pubs and stuff, now you have all the um, alcoholics. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, some alcoholics are between the ages of 65 to 70, you know, mm -hmm. plus. And they were providing caring roles for their significant other. The reason why they could do that is because they'll have a drink, then they'll support their wife to get washed and dressed, and then, you know, they'll go down mm -hmm. to the pub with their mm -hmm. friends. The problem is that now they're being forced to withdraw mm -hmm. because if they don't get to the shops in time and buy their alcohol, then they have mm -hmm. no alcohol. Oh, so and we actually can get because so it's illegal to like to buy alcohol from a restaurant and take it home. Now the alcohol division now says, or whatever it's called, um, I can have I can go to Applebee's or a local restaurant, order a margarita or order a beer or order a, a liquor like drink. As long as the lid's on it, I yeah. can take it home and drink it. Mm -hmm. They're also restaurants are also delivering beer to our homes now and alcohol because oh. they're allowing us to do that, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. We live in the wrong country, <laughs> man. So we can we can get no, we can get deliveries. I mean, um, I got a delivery from Deliveroo the other day. I was feeding for a cider, so I decided to get a cider. But um. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose for the older generation, they don't know that or they don't have access to the funds mm -hmm. to do that. So, I mean, it, it just, it's one of those things that I think we're uncovering a lot of stuff that we never actually understood yeah. that social well, isolation would do. Um, there was, there's a, there was, um, there was a, I was watching it. Sorry, Jesse, I'm going to cut you off. Um, okay, there, was a, <clears throat> there was a YouTube video I was watching the other day. You know, I mean, everybody has their like news outlets that they follow. I don't follow really any of them, like the mainstream yeah. news. Uh, but there's like a certain certain channels on YouTube that I feel like they're really like even handed. And, you know, it's like, OK, these guys are generally the guys that will kind of listen to, you know. But one of the uh, one of the YouTube um, mm -hmm. channels I was following was like said that in certain parts of the U.S., I don't think that's the case in California or at least not here in the Central Valley yet. But um, there are some places where like Target is actually forbidden from selling non-essential items. So. Like wow. they're not allowed wow. to sell clothing. They're not allowed to sell CDs and, and DVDs. So. And, you know, well, one of the interesting things yeah. was that um, the Trojan condom company is actually fighting right now to have mm. condoms designated as an essential item. You oh, know, yeah, be. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was yeah, about to yeah, say, yeah. Well, I mean, Hell, if you if you have a significant Not me. other, there's no babies. Coming yeah, no, me. me neither. But well, but but if you're thinking, but like they're talking about more along the lines, of, yeah, unwanted pregnancies, but also STIs, right? Like, I mean, if people yeah. aren't allowed to buy you know condoms, what? and I mean, hell, we're locked indoors, man. What the hell? Are you Amazon, do? you know. 
they can go on Amazon. Exactly. And buy yeah, yeah, but that's what I used yeah, to do. But, I used to go on Amazon. That way, I didn't have to buy it in the store. Got delivered in my house. Well, yeah, you know? but then, but, I mean, but, but even, even if you have Amazon things. Prime, you know their shipping dates right now were like <laughs> I ordered something off of Prime yeah. and it was like, oh, you're not yeah, going to get it until the end of the crazy. month. Which again, I I I understand. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. You know, I was ordering a new a new mandolin. Yeah. I don't need you know I don't need a mandolin tomorrow. You know? She's like, it was my <laughs> right? But it's like that kind of kills it, right? It's like, oh man, let's get down and dirty. Oh wait, do you have any condoms? No. Oh well, it looks like we're not having sex till May. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it might be June now. Yeah, but, right. I mean, I'm having yeah. sex, but I also have a boyfriend, so I don't have to worry about you know the whole yeah who's coming and going mm-hmm. in my house. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was just interesting. It's like, what? But but on the other hand, like, what does that do? Like for morale, right? You know, what I mean, it's yeah. like, because it's like, oh, yeah. like if I'm at Target, right? Generally, if I'm at Target right now, like I'm buying food or I'm buying, you know, like I was actually in there and I saw toilet paper and it's like, oh my god, like whoa, like, um, I'll... you know, it's funny. I don't even need toilet paper, but if I saw toilet paper, I sure would. Yeah. Get it. And it's not because I'm trying to hoard it. It's because of all the other stupid yeah. people trying well, and, to hoard it. And I mean, I, people, yeah. And that's what it yeah, creates. Well, I posted something on my Facebook. Yeah, I think it was last week that I I was like um, like cleaning out my pantry, and I found four rolls of toilet paper that were in the back of my pantry, and it was like it was it was like, oh, it was like I found a fifty dollar bill in the dryer. Like <laughs> that's, 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 that's kind of happiness. Like, Look, I was like, oh my god! Like I just hit the jackpot, right? Right. And, yeah, and this is crazy. the way, this is what's going to happen. This Everybody has hoarded so much toilet paper. I got 15 rolls, so I'm good. But everyone has hoarded so much toilet paper and they're fully stocked. It's going to last them like six to six months of, a year, depending on how many they got. And so what's going to happen is mm. all the stores are eventually going to get fully stocked. The where all these, these, these toilet paper companies are going to have so much toilet paper in their warehouse that all of a sudden the sales of toilet paper, no one's going to be mm-hmm. buying it because they already have so yeah. much. And then don't buy stock in the Charmin. I mean, it was great if you did it now, but you, you know, <laughs> it's going to end up being, they're going to be so backed up. All these flour, beans, all these mm-hmm. stuff that everyone's hoarding right now. Once the stores get fully stocked and their, their warehouses are fully stocked and these, these, industrial billions, whatever it is that they manufacture, they're going to be fully stocked. And then all of a sudden, no yeah. one's buying it. That's going to suck and hurt for, you know, because of all this going on. That makes yeah. sense. But real quick, I just found out um, through somebody that we there is actually a um, hidden bar in Fresno area that is still um, operating. And you have to do a special, it's pretty much, it's literally legit, like, it's like probation Thank you. And um, you have, yeah. when you go there, you have to have a special knock and it's very secretive. And I, and I told the person that told me, I said, oh my gosh, I said, a part of me wants to go just because it's so awesome. <clears throat> and it's like, I can say I'm really living like this time. But then again, I sit there and I think the difference between back then and now is back then they were just doing it to be stupid and not let people drink. Nowadays, it's because mm. we don't want people yeah. getting sick. So, of course, I don't want to go find yeah. that place out. It's kind of cool. But then again, it pisses me off because it's like it's people like that that is making this worse and making us stay home more. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the things with this whole COVID thing is there's been an eruption of conspiracy mm-hmm. theories as well. And so yeah, people are clinging to that as justification 5G for, towers. Oh, oh well, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, okay, because of all of this stuff, 
You know, it's not really true. We don't trust the government. And so we're just going to go out because it's one big hoax to take mm-hmm. our freedoms away and stuff like that. So we're definitely seeing that um, in the UK. Well, I think from from the UK side as well, like, first of all, we're very rebellious. Like, you can see that from, like, the Croydon rights and all, you know, Britain rights. Like, we just don't tend to listen to authority very well. And I think the second thing is is that, you know, when you publish that the Prime Minister's um, father is not paying any attention to COVID whatsoever, you know, this mm-hmm. was prior to the bar shutting, um, he was like, I'm still going to go to the pub and mm-hmm. have a drink, that's what I do. And you publish that in a newspaper, you can imagine what people who already don't want to ice mm-hmm. think. They're going to be like, well, if the prime mm-hmm. minister's dad is not doing it. Well, and then on the, on the, also, like, you know, um, what, what's your what's your guys' prime minister's name? Boris Johnson. Boris yeah. Johnson. So Johnson, he's like, yeah. from what I understand, he's like the UK equivalent of Donald Trump, right? Like, you know, yeah. like really screwed <laughs> up hair and just really like kind of kind of wacky <laughs> sometimes, right? But yeah. like, I remember there was something about like. Um, he was, he was, he personally was like, not denier, not a denier, but he was like, oh, I'm still shaking everybody's hand, right? And then like a week later, he comes down and he's been diagnosed with yeah. COVID. You know, and yeah, so it's like our oh, leaders, yeah. it's like they're almost, to, to an extent, they're almost being reckless with their personal behavior. They're not leading by mm-hmm. example, you know, because yeah, it's like, well, if the prime minister is still shaking everybody's hand and, you know. Well, Donald Trump wanted to yeah. wanted yeah. Easter to go on, you know. He wanted everybody to yeah. go up yeah. Easter Sunday, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> he wanted to restart oh the country yeah. back up for Easter. Yeah, so, I think know, for I... I think for the prime ministers and the presidents um, of most of these countries, their main focus is how hard mm-hmm. the economy is going to be, yeah. and so every everything is really about what can we do to make sure that when we get back to business, our economy is not mm-hmm. totally tanked. Yeah. And, um, you know, I suppose, it, I mean, I feel like, you know, being a president or prime minister is almost mm. an impossible job. And, you know, you have to balance human life with financial, you know, um, mm-hmm. repercussions. Yeah. But at this, this moment in time, how devastating, you know, COVID yeah. seems to be, uh, it just seems like a good idea to just, you know, self-isolate. Well, I feel like they don't get to make that call. And the reason why I say that, acknowledging that, you know, one is the prime minister and, you know, mm-hmm. one, one is the president. But the reason why I say you don't get to make that call is because this is not a new thing. This has been going mm-hmm. on for quite mm-hmm. a while. Maybe not exactly the same strain, maybe not in, you know, such a detrimental fashion. But you cannot tell me yeah, that, you know, the American president... <laughs> Um, and you know, the and like they didn't know, and the prime minister didn't know about any of this. They were just totally oblivious to it happening in countries, you know, other countries, you know, small communities where it was probably happening mm-hmm. way before it kind of mm-hmm. escalated. And you didn't protect the country. Neither one of you took any like the steps necessary because, to be honest, we're mm-hmm. way behind Spain. We're behind America as well. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, um, London. You know, so I'm like, okay, all of you just kind of dragged your feet about it. I mean, um, not Donald Trump. Um, Boris. What's his name? Boris Johnson. 
came on the TV and said, well, I didn't want to isolate people. People are free. All right, yeah, but that's very nice, you know, and painting a lovely story. And yes, you know, we have the freedom of speech and, you know, freedom of, like, whatever. But at the end of the day, mm. you have to protect the yeah. country when you realise that something like this has happened. And you have mm. to do it as soon as possible. So then for you to say, well, you know, now I have to balance finance and people's lives. Well, no, you should have thought about this ages ago and started to put in contingencies. Yeah. How is this going to work? Yeah. You know, what happens when everybody goes contact? Like, you know, this country didn't manage to do it, right? What can we do, you know, in place of And, that? you know, um, I was watching Dr. Phil, not to give Dr. Phil a plug in here, but I was watching <laughs> Dr. Phil. And he was doing, um, I mean, I, unless he wants to come on our show, but no. Um, um, he was watching, and there was this 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 um, restaurant in Florida that he's like, I'm not shutting down. And eventually the government came and said, uh, no, you're shutting down. And he's like, and he's telling right. Dr. Phil, he's like, you know what? They didn't give us any of this. You know, I got this truck of food in and now, you know, what am I going to do with it? And this, this and that, and right. I need to work and I, my people need to work. And, and Dr. Phil goes, you know, you're not the only one hurting. This is everyone. He's like, yeah, but the government mm -hmm. should have had a plan. Why did it take two weeks? He goes, because they're politicians. Mm -hmm. He goes, if anything, they figured out something in two weeks. So high five to the politicians for doing that within two weeks. And this is the thing. It doesn't matter if you guys like your prime minister. I don't know if you guys do or not or hate them. It doesn't matter if we like Donald Trump or if we don't like Donald Trump. I, I'm not saying. But if you sit there and you look at our, our, if you watch, like, I'm looking, I'm seeing our president and our vice president, everybody else that comes up daily doing briefings. And you can see them just every day. Just getting more tired mm -hmm. and yeah, tired yeah, and they're wiped yeah. out. And of this is the thing, even if you don't like them, I still applaud them. They're you know, I think that's that they're trying to it's just mm -hmm. the people are being stupid. They are doing their best and they're tired and, and it's just a part of me just wants to just ask Donald Trump, like, are how are you doing? Because no one wants to ask him or the vice president and or anyone mm -hmm. else, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling mm -hmm. emotionally? Because this is hard. If it's hard on us. They're the politicians. I mean, I know majority of us don't like politicians, but, you know, this is hard on everybody. And so I just, I just pretty much is just, I, I feel not feel bad because this is their job, but you just see it wearing yeah. on them as well. And it's just. And in some ways, it, there's a sad. lot more at stake. It's sad. They're, they're, well, in, in many ways, there's, there's a lot more at stake with what they're doing, you know, than, you know, I mean, I. So I'm in construction, right? I work in the construction industry here in California. And so we're right now, we're still deemed as an essential industry. So I'm still working. Thank, you know, thank God. Um, but I do have, I have a little card you know, that I keep in my truck so that, you know, if it gets to that, I can say no, like, mm. Hey, like I'm an essential employee, like, you know, but I mean, even there, even you there, know, that's like, funny. Uh, because my daughter's dad has one of those too. Mm -hmm. like he, he has a paper from his work saying that yeah. he is an essential employee. And, and when I first started hearing that that was happening, I was like, oh my gosh, I knew that it was going to start getting worse. People kept thinking, oh, it's going to lift. It's going to, and I'm like, no, they're putting it in place, guys. They're giving you this, they're, they're slowly bringing mm -hmm. people in slowly. And honestly, if I think they would have just yeah. came down hard and do everything right away like we're doing now. I think the spread of this would have stopped faster. But then again, yeah. I think that they would have done what they did, what we're doing now. It would have freaked so many people out. So it was a slow, gradual mm -hmm. process. But if you're watching our news, um, one of the ladies, and I don't know her name, that always talks with Trump, she had said, you know, you, you see all these, these the, the curve, everyone's going up. And then she goes, I applaud the state of Washington and I applaud the state of California. Because even though they're having issues, 
they did the lockdown a lot sooner. They were on there a lot sooner. Wow. And their curve is nothing like everybody else's. So I'm like, yay, California is finally <laughs> doing something. And unfortunately, I am not a fan of our governor of the state of California. But I will say... I, I have been mm-hmm. on his side since we did this. I think he did an amazing, he's been yeah, doing an amazing okay. job and, and doing this. And everybody at first was like thinking he was mm-hmm. overreacting. And you know what? Yeah. It comes down to it. He was yeah. not. So, so I, I have, I have sh- shifting gears here. I have, yeah. you know, a little while ago, we mentioned, you know, conspiracy theorists, right? So I was thinking about something the other night, mm-hmm. honestly, I was yeah. thinking about it while I was on the toilet, but <laughs> That'll probably tell you my squatty potty. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Do you, do you guys know what a potty? <laughs> yeah, is? So okay, well, yeah, no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a squatty potty. It's a little stool that goes under your toilet. It's supposed to help you eliminate better. Yeah, you put your feet on you it. You put your feet on it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Nah. So uh, shout out I know to squatty potty. Um, <laughs> hashtag drop the deuce. Um, but no, so, so anyway, <laughs> we would love to be endorsed by you guys. No. So, uh, so I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you know what? Here's a conspiracy theory for you. Like, I bet this whole thing was created by the CEO of Netflix, Amazon prime, Disney plus and Hulu. They're like, <laughs> we need to get more people streaming, you know? And so they created this. So obviously it's total bullshit. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> it's just like, what I would run with that one. Though. I would run with that one. Right. I like like that, one, that almost makes more sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. So definitely. I have a quick question for you guys. I, I definitely, um, I wanted to turn mm-hmm. from the COVID-19 conversation. Um, your guys' podcast, um, it's called The Family Podcast. You are Sammy and Don. Yeah. You guys are brothers. Um, yeah. I came across to your guys' Instagram page, and I started following you guys. Um, I loved it. I mean, I ain't going to lie. Your guys' accents totally <laughs> drew me in. And I'm like, oh. and that was one thing I was talking to one of the guys from the Miss Talk. And I was like, we're talking about you guys. And I said, I could just listen to them all day talk. And he's like, yeah, you and every other woman. I go, no, it's not because, uh, you know, it's more because there's something about an accent, you know. And it, even if it was a female, I'd be yeah. like, oh, I like that accent. Um, so sure. what made you guys do a podcast and call it the family podcast? Um, so, <clears throat> I mean... You kind of got to imagine me and Don basically growing up, experiencing childhood, the teenagers together, and then all of a sudden you're an adult and it's like, okay, it's time to move out of the house. And then you you realise that like, oh, you're not checking in with each other Mm. as much as you should be. Uh Because we used to live together. I mean... Well, I hope so. You guys so we brothers. used to live together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we used to live together. No, but outside of that. Together my mum. Yeah. And then we he moved into like a flat, um, like a family-owned flat. And then I followed him at this time. Um, he moved in with his fiance at the time, isn't it? Yeah. She was your fiance at the time. Yeah. And then I moved in later. So then all three of us lived together. And so anytime, like, me and Sam were, like, heavily involved in music. So anytime we wanted to do music together or anything, it was just like I'd just knock on his door and be like, bro, are you awake? Well, I'd, like, I'd send him a message, like, yo, Sam, you awake? Like, let's do some work. And he'd be and he'd like, he'd be like, he'd come out in his room. But then he yeah, moved out. Yeah, my spotty spotty. Sam was in the toilet because he... 
because Sam never used to lock the door because he was like, you're my brother and that's my fiance. <laughs> and both of you have seen me on the toilet. So he was the only person you he, like you knew was in the <laughs> toilet because the door wasn't locked. But anyway, continue, Sam. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, you know, so I move out of that place um, and me and my wife get a place. And like I say, you, you know, three weeks go by, like you haven't talked to each other much. And so I said, you know, it'd be good if we had protected time. Um, and at that time, I'd been toying with doing another podcast. Because before this, I did a podcast that was based in um, mixed martial arts. But I knew I wanted to expand and have conversations and that dealt with more than just the sport of mixed martial arts. So Yeah, I'm sorry. That I sounds like martial we... arts all the time. But I'm not a martial wow. arts person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the family podcast yeah, is more my style. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend that I didn't hear that and we could still be friends. What? I'm going to pretend that basically what she's saying is since I joined, you know, <laughs> life hasn't been the same. So, you know. so, um, so yeah. Um, then, so then we said, let's use this podcast as mm. protected time where we can always catch up with each other. That's cool. Um, and that, and yeah, and so that became the family podcast and we used the same we used to be called the family as a rap group mm-hmm. because obviously me and don are brothers so we just decided to adopt the same name it has the same meaning mm-hmm. we have the same ethos behind it but very quickly what happened is we realized like oh it's not just me and don meeting and talking bullshit you know for an hour or two it's actually we do have like a, a message and like my message is basically your life mm-hmm. matters so you should mm-hmm. act like it you know, um, that's something I feel very strongly about. I'm very motivated by death, um, the fact that we are going to, like, die. And so we should make the most of the life that we have and live, and we should live it in a way where we create memories with the people who mean yeah. the most. Yeah, totally applauding it right now. I love that. <laughs> and that's, um, that's the ethos behind not just our podcast, but, like, how we live life as well. Well, and, you know, as, as you guys know, um, with my podcast, Random Thoughts with Ray, I originally started that podcast with my cousin and it was not even going to, it was going to be about like life and there was going to be some dating, but between, and we had this really nice equipment that was my aunt's, you know, stuff that we can use. And, and she just, our schedule ended up not coming up together. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I, and I had recorded a couple, I think like two of them. And then we lost the, the recording and she's good about editing. So this was going to be great. Like, yeah, I'm going to have these nice edited podcast and this this and that and it was pretty much going to be me by myself but my cousin was going to be there and like we would kind of interact a little bit but that was pretty much going to be it and then when we lost the foot the the recordings and it was like kind of sad and and um then I was like I want to do I I need to do so I just started on my own didn't know what I was doing um and then I get (laughs) Nate to come on because then we reconnect I don't know if you guys heard our episode three how we you know about our story and and all that stuff yeah 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 I've I've listened to that one and 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 then from there like I was like hey you know you should come on like once a month he's like sure a couple of episodes later all of a sudden it was like every episode we're, and I'm like you're my co-host like this this has got to go yeah like, yeah and and because I was single at the time and he's single and still single and not looking to be in a relationship um yeah we just you know we should start talking about the dating and the different apps and the different things that we were doing and and our season one for the majority of it like I was just talking to my boyfriend about this I said I was going through and I don't think I've even told Nate this I was going through 
a lot at that time. I was battling a lot in myself. Um, I was very heavily, heavily involved with my church and I had stepped away. Um, and, and I just turned to the drinking, the smoking, going on dating sites, um, you know, going out with people just because it, and even though I would go out on dates with people, it doesn't mean I was sleeping or, you know, hooking up with them. I was, you know, go out yeah. with people. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and it may have came across like, oh, I went on a date with this guy and this is, and people might assume that I was like just sleeping with them and I wasn't. Um, and there's times where I did talk about sex on the show or on our, our podcast. Yeah. And um, I, and I, I like the podcast because like I said, it was about the dating and about, you know, dating sites and the different things and the do's and the don'ts and the mistakes and all that stuff. But I think because especially even before I was in a relationship, me and Nate started talking about how we wanted to start turning our podcast around doing something more meaningful. Like, you know, if it's domestic violence, let's talk about domestic violence. I was in a, in a very abusive yeah. relationship. Um, let's talk about, you know, um, depression and anxiety, you know, cause that's something that I've suffered mm -hmm. from. And, and I'm very open about that. I want to talk about real life struggles. I can't sit here and talk about being on dating sites again, because I'm not, and nor do I ever want to go back to that. Mm -hmm. Um, so for us, yeah. I've noticed that like, well, like I was saying, I was going through a really dark time. My first, the first season, I, I just lost myself. I didn't know what I was doing. I, you know, been a single mom for five years, raising my son by myself. And I was feeling very overwhelmed. And that was my outlet. That was where I was like, oh my gosh. And, and it might've seemed like I was partying all the time, but honestly, even though we would say, like, talk about certain things that may not have been every single night for us or, you know, and, and I had people make it seem like because of my, my, some of the stuff I talk about that maybe I'm like a hoe or a slut and I'm out there screwing every single guy. And I'm not, I really wasn't. Yeah. There'd be times where me and Nate would sit there and talk or I'm like, when's the last time you hooked up with someone? He's like, Oh, it's been a couple. I go, me too. You know, I go a whole month, month and a half without mm. having sex with somebody, you know? And so yeah. people would just assume because the stuff we were talking about, um, and so that made it kind of, you know, and at the time I didn't care because I was just going through so much that I was drowning in the drinking and the smoking and, and the partying because I just didn't want to feel, I've made it very known in my mm. podcast that I have like this cold black heart. I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to cry. And that was my way of just releasing all this stress that I had was be out there drinking and it got to a point where me and Nate and, and after we would record our podcast, we'd go out with friends and we'd be drinking like every Tuesday or every Wednesday or at my house. And um, right. I just became somebody that I didn't want to be because it was someone who I used to be and I didn't want to be that anymore. And that's when, you know, I was telling Nate, Let, let's, let's start switching up the podcast a little bit. Let, let's finish, you know, this season, the new season, let's, let's change it up. But because of the whole COVID-19, we've really been kind of taking a step back. Um, of everything mm. but um that was pretty much how I was feeling why I was doing the podcast that I was doing and you know I'm at a point in my yeah. life where I'm happy now um I'm, I, I know I said in the podcast before I'd stopped smoking weed and then I started and I actually stopped again I've been clean from that I and mean, I don't have nothing against pot at all but I just yeah. it was taking over my life and I didn't want that and now I'm not smoking okay. I'm barely even drinking and I'm such a happier person and honestly I just gotta say it's like I've dated so many different people over the over my lifespan that I can actually say for the first time, like my boyfriend is so amazing and wonderful. And I was telling my mom about like I haven't smoked weed in, in so long. And she was all, that's because you're happy. You're with somebody and you're happy. Yeah. And even my parents, 
my mom's the type of person, she's like, if I'm dating someone, I'm going to pray that this is the one for God that wants you. But if God doesn't want this man in your life, I'm going to pray him out. And that's my mom. And then if I break up or stop talking to someone, oh, she told, she told, she told me that life, too. Jessica. And I'm like, geez, mom. <laughs> oh, yeah, she, yeah, she told that. You know what, like, when I, um, when I, because I, 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 went, I went to do the old school type of thing. So I went to ask mm-hmm. my wife's dad for his blessing before we got married. And he told me, like, you know, because he's a deeply religious man. And so, so are my parents. He was like, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. Like, I prayed that if you weren't right for her, you would be taken out of the picture. And hmm. it's been seven years and you're still around, so I guess you're all right. The power of said, a yeah, parent's uh, prayer, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So, yeah, so you um, don't want to yeah. start on my grandma's prayers, man. She's, she's got something special. So, <laughs> I mean, 20 I minute the prayers where all the food's going yeah. cold. And, oh, my uh, days. <laughs> yeah, my, my granddad's prayers were the, were the longest prayers, man. Wait. Christmas time would be like an hour and a half. And so now I have, I, have a, I have a question for you. Um, well, on well, it was really like, nice. So you had mentioned earlier that your that your mom is is from Africa, right? Is your is your dad from Africa as well, or are your parents? Did your parents both emigrate to the UK? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So okay, my um my mom and dad both from Ghana, and um so my mom came when she was okay. a little kid. She must have been okay. of about about six. Or seven. Does she have an English and then accent? My dad... oh. Yeah, yeah <laughs> kind of. I, unless she gets really mad. And I, when out. I get really mad, my southern accent comes out. Because I, I lived in the south. Okay, yeah. Like deep south. So when I get mad, <laughs> oh, you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so with it's her, it's the same with her. Um and then my dad came over a little bit later because he he was he lived in Ghana. And then he, he was in Germany for a little while, Switzerland, and then he came to the UK. Um, so, yeah, I mean, okay. they, they've been here a, a very long, long time. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I lo- like, my parents have been together. They've known each other since they were, like, 12. But it was a rough child, you wow. know, back then. I mean, it was, like, the 70s. Like, people were smoking and doing other drugs and all this stuff. So I had a rough childhood sure, sure. growing up. But my mom decided to change her life around and become a Christian, and my dad wasn't having it. So there's been years where my dad was around, but he wasn't really there, you know. And then he later on changed his life, which is then, you know, why I have a a strong Christian background. But it's we've talked about this, me and Nate have, in podcasts about how it's like we both can relate because we grew up in that Christian strict household, but yet, like, I also yeah. saw the the drugs mm-hmm. and the wildlife. So I can relate to both sides of of everything. You know what I mean? And and I feel like right. with the whole Christian background, that's why when my mom comes to me, she's like, "I'm praying someone out of your life." And it's like I hated that. I hated it for. I hated her mm-hmm. for it because I knew she was yeah. right. You know. And like the other day, she told me, yeah. "You know what? Um, I I don't see anything happening between you and and my my boyfriend." She goes, "I I see you guys. You guys are that's it." And then my dad did too. And they're like dude, we, we really like him and we just don't see you guys ever breaking up. And I said, good, because I don't ever okay. want to break up with yeah. him either. I mean, he's yeah. literally, I've told him so many yeah. times, like you are my person because when I'm feeling anxiety, yeah. all literally, I'm like, I, I have medication for anxiety, but all I need is just mm-hmm. to him to hug me. And I just feel so much better. And, um, I was spinning out at his house last weekend and it was a Saturday night and 
And, um, you know, I have my son's dad's name tattooed down my finger. My sister um, worked at a place that laser tattoo removal. And she's like, because she hated it. Let me let me pay for it to get it removed. I'm like, okay. And and I'm like, <laughs> I never, to this day, I don't regret putting the name on him, I, on me. I don't because yeah. I did that in, for a reason in a moment. But cool. I never finished. Yeah. I had like maybe two more treatments so you can barely see it. And and I was like, ah, if anything, I'll just tattoo over it, whatever. And, and I was in the shower at my boyfriend's house. And I remember looking down and seeing it. And this was last weekend. And I saw it and I said, for the first mm -hmm. time ever, I said, I don't want that name no more on me. I don't want it. And I wow. realized at that moment, just how much I loved my boy. I mean, I loved him, but just how much I loved him. And, and I'm not a crier. Yeah. I started to cry and I started to sob and I'm in the shower. I end up sitting down. I'm uncontrollably sobbing because for the first time in my life, I mean, yeah, I've loved people. I've been in relationships, but it's the first time in my life I realized what real true love is. And I was sobbing over it. And he, I guess, and I was trying to be quiet because like I said, I don't like crying in front of people. He heard me over my music, over the shower, over the, the annoying fan noise. And he comes, he goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And he's all stop crying, you know? And then, then he goes, I'm sorry, I shouldn't tell you to stop crying because I just want you to be happy. And he leaves the bathroom. And then at that moment, I realized all I wanted was him. And so I got out of the shower. I opened the door mm. and I said, can you come back? He comes back into the bathroom. I said, I just need you right now. And you know what? I'm sitting in the bathtub and he just crawls in with me behind me and puts his arm around me. And it just, the love that I felt, I just started sobbing even more. And I told him, I said, and I told him I wasn't crying because I'm, I'm upset or hurt. I just said, I told him, I said, I realized, yeah. you know. I no longer want mm. this name because you're the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. And to me, that is something that it's like, I've never experienced that. I've never experienced that. Yeah, I was about amazing. to say, do you feel like you never experienced that because um, you wasn't in a place to experience that? Or do you think that you never experienced that because you know that it's never um, come both, along? Both, actually. I think I was never, I was always, I mean, I'll straight say, I was a cold hearted bitch. My mom at one point even said, Jessica, you need to calm down. You're going to end up with no friends because if someone made me mad, I'd be like, screw wow. you. Who do you think you are? I don't need you. And that was my attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I have a little right. bit of that hood street attitude, you know, when, when I need to be. Okay. And um, I don't mm -hmm. think that any relationship I've ever been in was the obviously the right relationship. The only healthy yeah. relationship I was ever really in before now was my daughter's dad. But even then, it wasn't healthy because I was out doing whatever I wanted. And so it wasn't a healthy relationship, but it was never a physical yelling yeah. or a bad relationship in that aspect. I just was mm. stupid and screwed things up, but it was because I really didn't love him. I have love for him. Right. I would tell him today, you know what? Yeah. I will always mm. love you, but I am not in love with him because I never was in love with him. I, I now know, yeah. even though, you know, you've been in, I've been in all these different relationships and it's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I've never told a guy first that I loved him. Um, and I, and I won't. Um, and, and so here I am, you know, doing all this stuff and doing whatever I wanted. So this is the first time where I've, I'm in a relationship where my heart has softened. I'm happier in my life. Um, you know, of course we've gotten in a few little, little tiffs and, um, but that's a relationship and that has really built us. And I'm not a type of person to apologize. Yeah. And I snapped at him the other day and later on, I said, I'm so sorry. I said, and for me to apologize, that's a big deal. And I just think it's because yeah. he is my person. 
he is my person and I don't ever want anything to ever happen to us. And he had sent me a text the other day and I misread it. I thought he was breaking up with me. And as I'm reading it, I sobbed. I started sobbing. And, and once again, I realized it was because I love him so much that I just, mm. it, it's just, mm. you know, I, I, I've never experienced this, you know? And of course that love is different compared to my kids love because my parents love. And I remember the first time yeah. he said he loved me, he was leaving my house. He goes, okay. He gave me a kiss. He goes, I love you. And he goes, I know it's really hard for you to say, and I'm not expecting you to say it back, but I want you to know I love you. And I looked at him and said, I love you too. Without a beat, I said, I love you too. And I realized like, oh shit, mm. this is real. And that was when we first started dating. Yeah. Um, I just, I, just, I'm just, and I, I know with this whole COVID-19 stuff, I haven't really seen Nate that much, but if Nate mm. was around me right now, he'd be like, oh yeah, totally a different Jessica, <laughs> you, you know? And I just, I'm a person. And I honestly believe when you find your person, you, you will know and you'll feel obviously relationships yeah. people argue get and fight you know and stuff like that but yeah i just mm-hmm. i don't know i just i can't even say it. and nate knows who yeah. he is and nate's even said that he's a great guy and oh, yeah. uh, and actually yeah. nate aaron called me up the other day was saying that um he wanted all of us to hang out you know my boyfriend you me him and um and he even said he goes i just want to tell you that i am so happy that you found him he goes, I see the happiness in you. And he's such a great dude. He goes, dude, I love him. And now they're friends on Facebook. And he's like, I'm just Amazing. so happy. I'm just so happy for you. And I see the happiness on your Facebook page. And and he goes, and I wanted to call you to tell you how happy I am for you too. And I'm like, thank you. So I yes. have another question. So in terms of this whole I love you thing. So you said that you never actually say it first. You kind of always kind of wait for a guy to say it. So is it kind of instinctive that if someone says it, then you say it back? Or is it kind of, if you're not really feeling that, then you're not really feeling that? And I suppose it's a question for everybody because it's such a weird thing how we go from like meeting up with someone every day, ordering takeaways, getting to know the person, then suddenly someone goes, I love you. <laughs> you're like, and then you're like, oh, yeah. like, well, you're either like, oh, shit. Or <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, actually, I love this person too. Or you're like somewhere in the middle. So like, how, do, how do other people kind of decipher this? I love you. When do people say it? Does it just when it feels right? And knowing that many people have had past relationships where they've been like, "Well, I mm. love you," and then now the relationship's no more. So I, I think, what kind of um, you know, I, I think we feel it before we actually say it. And I think some people just drop that love word so quick. I mean, I even have friends. I'd be like, "I love you, Jessica." I'm like, "Okay, bye." Why can't you say it? I literally, it is so hard for me to tell someone I love you, and I don't know why. I think it's mm. just because, like I said, I was so like cold hearted majority of my life that it was like uh no and I remember being in junior high and my best friend at the time was telling my sister that he actually you know come on you we're like in seventh grade so it's not real love but he's telling my sister like (laughs) I love her she's my best friend this this and that and you know and so my sister ends up telling me like she's like he doesn't want me to tell you so I went to him I remember we were outside of our gym and it was like a basketball tournament or a football tournament I don't know and it it was nighttime and and I told him I was like his name was Michael and I and I I see him every so often, but you know, he was just my best friend growing up. And I said, Michael, I'm talking to him. I'm looking at him. And I, and I said, I love you. I told him that I loved him and I had tears in my eyes. And he just looked at me all shocked and hugged me and said, okay. And walked away. And I was so devastated in junior high. I was so oh, devastated man. that I told myself, I would mm. never tell a man I love him first. And to this day, I've never done that. Right. And that's shitty. Like I, if I feel it, I should. Well, see, and I come off like, uh, like the the other end of that too, right? So, 
I uh, just kind of my journey is like, you know, over the last year, year and a half, um, I've just been on my own like personal mental health journey and learning a lot about myself. And one of the things I learned, particularly around relationships, is that mm-hmm. I had a tendency um, to be a manipulator. Right. And I would use and I would use that to manipulate. Like I would throw oh, around the word love, like mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's just what you do. You know? Um and so I was always yeah. the person that would be like, Oh, I love you. You know what I mean? I would jump to say it, you know. Um and and for me, like to be honest, it was right, right. It was yeah, it was. It absolutely was. Like and it was a way a shitty of move, yeah. Manipulating using that language to manipulate somebody to get what I want out of them. And and especially particularly with women, you know, um, and you know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of my journey with that. And so it's like, now I'm like, uh, I mean, I have, I have friends that I absolutely will tell, you know, I love you and guy friends. And, you know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of male affection, you know, like, like I have one of my best friends. He is not a hugger at, well hey yeah you know it's like you know, no homo though nothing wrong but, i mean i mean and there's there's okay but there's nothing wrong with that one and the fact that, that, that way, even you know. in our culture like you would have to yeah 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 have to quantify that right or to qualify that and to be like oh you know it's like to me that's an issue <laughs> you know just it's culturally just exactly, it. yeah but, yeah um in our in our western cultures you know but it's like i have a friend he's one of my best friends in the world um and he's not a hugger Right. And I'm a hugger, dude. I, I love hugs, man. There's just something. And so every time I see him, he like goes to shake right. my hand and I just like, oh, I hug him. <laughs> and I like, I purposefully hug him like, yeah. And I purposefully hug him like past the point where in. it's like awkward. <laughs> it's just like, just, 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 just lean into it, dude. Just surrender. Just, just give into it. <laughs> and I, cause, cause I mean, that's just, cause that's also the kind of friend I am. Is that like <laughs> kind of a douchebag sometimes? Like I'll, I'll, I'll poke a bear you know um but but it's just like i just i love <laughs> i love him and yeah, i love yeah. a bunch of other guy friends it's like i love you you know and like i can't imagine my life without you you know what i mean but when it comes to people of the opposite sex mm, you know yeah, like i mean i tell yeah. jess too it's like hey i love you girl like because i do like what just our journey and where we've been it's like we're such we're like really good friends like such mm. great friends now it's like yeah like I have, I love Jess and I, I want to see the best for her, you know? Um, It's not, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not. And for people listening, it's not a love, like a romantic love. Me and Nate are, 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 I'll say Nate's one of my best Mm. friends and I don't have a lot of that. And and I think a lot of it comes from the crap that me and Nate had went through because I mean, we were never in a relationship like a, you know relationship relationship mm. um but we have created because of what we went through actually um we had a podcast with a local radio guy here and he goes man he goes you know i listen to and- you guys and and you guys remind me of elaine and Sein- and jerry from seinfeld he's all because <laughs> your guys's friendship with where you guys starting your guys's friendship and that connection that you guys have but it you guys are like your friends. And yeah. We all know that you guys yeah. would never work out. I'm like, yeah. Me and Nick both. We're like, we're at the point where someone says, oh my God, you got to be. I'm like, Bleh. even Nick will be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, me and Nate, there's no way. I can't even see myself yeah. ever being with Nate. And same with Nate. And I don't know if it's because 
we got to really know each other and we don't like each other like that. Or, you know, um, it's just, it's just funny. We joke about it, but no, like me and Nate, like, it's no, just, no, you're not. Like, that's totally, not, I, agree. I mean, I'm not trying to sound mean, Nate, you know, yeah, and, I would, yeah, but and, we, know and, and we have that love for each other, you know, but so, so for me, like coming like with the opposite sex, like I don't, I mean, I don't say it. And, and part of that is like a, like a self-awareness thing for me because it's like, number yeah. one, I'm not, I'm just not emotionally ready for that. You know, um, just with like, not yes, with, with, with my divorce yeah. being so recent, right. you know, I've been divorced. We filed for divorce about a year ago, you know, all of that. Um, uh, and it's been finalized probably like nine months or whatever, right. but, um, but, um, yeah, but it's just like, just me because I know my history with that language and with that word, it's like, I'm super like, uh, no, uh, uh, nope. Like not doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not even going to go there. So. And that's good that you recognize yeah. that about yeah. yourself and you're not, which is what I used to do. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, um, and what about you, Seb? Yeah. So mm. I think for me, I don't say it to anybody that I haven't been through the ringer with. So me and you have to endure. There's only one person on this planet who I can say it to, and we, mm. we haven't necessarily been through yeah. anything. And mm. that's my daughter because I loved her from the first minute I saw her. But everyone else, that word, like, you know, when I was a young kid, me and my mom didn't get on that much. I wanted to be a kid, <laughs> yeah. you know, and she's like, oh, you need to think about your future. You need to do this. You need to do that. Why aren't you studying? You know, and so, like, you don't want to be shame and dishonor to the family. Mm. So um, me and her didn't have the best relationship. But when I went away, when I went to, to university to do my studying, you know, I, I kind of realized her role and the, the reason why she was the way she, she is and you know when I came back like it was so much easier for me to say mom I love you because you know we we've been through some stuff together and I think really that's the qualifier in any relationship you you have to go through some stuff mm. with somebody and they're still around like hey I got you you know and so that that's a big qualifier every Every friend I have that I can say I love you to, male and female, um, you know, mm. is, uh, is somebody that I've been through life with for a, for a little while. Mm. I don't just throw that word around. I think it's too, too used, you know, and, yeah. and the brevity of what it means has been lost a little bit because everybody keeps <laughs> saying it. You know? I, it's like, oh, you're going to love our new hamburger. Mm -hmm. like, okay, and I yeah, think that's one reason you why, know? like, I don't just say it because it's like, um, because people just throw around like nothing. And, um, and, and like Nate, like I, I used to manipulate people. I did things to get what I wanted and I'm mm. such a different person now that I'm like, and I'm talking like that was years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and the first time my daughter's dad told me we lived together and we hadn't even said we loved each other. And I remember him saying, I love you. We were in bed, like going to sleep. And I was like, what? Cause I couldn't hear him. He goes, I love you. I go, what? He goes, never mind. I said, no, what did you say? He goes, he goes I said, I loved you. And you know what my response was? <laughs> oh, okay, good night. Rolled over and went to sleep. Like, how sure is that? Like, that's the first well, time he told me. But then, but then honestly, like, I, didn't know I, I, would, I would even you push know back I mean? against that, right? Say. Just because now, that, that is, a, again, a cultural thing. It's like you're expected to say it back, right? And so it's like I would, I would even argue that it's like it's actually better yeah. not to say it, it back. Yeah, if you don't like... feel it because – 
Well, well, I mean, I'm yeah, with him, so I should, I should have right? loved him. I, like, I moved in with yeah, him. but it's like, but like it's like oh, somebody says I love you, and it's like oh, yeah. uh, okay, now yeah, I yeah. I feel like I have to say it back, you know? You have to say it back, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's like in the yeah. relationship yeah. I'm in now. I'll text him, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. I said, no. Like, to me, it's like, I tell him so much throughout the day and I tell him when we face, mm-hmm. like, I don't even call him on the phone. I FaceTime because I need to see his face. Like, I have, like, <laughs> have so much love for this dude that I don't even know how to, yeah. like, look, it bubbles out of me. And I'm like, no, no, I love you. Like, I know, I, I love you. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I, freak, I don't even, my words, my yeah. actions, my texts, my little gifts, like the little gif things that you send. I said, I can't say it enough. I can't send you enough. I just, I feel like I have so much love for this guy. That I can't even satisfy saying it. Okay, it's so, just, I can't so, satisfy it. And I know that might sound weird, but, you know, and then I, I think that's more common for for women though. Like I I don't I don't ever think I've come across guys who I mean my guys are all a bit like me, um, so we kind of clamp down on certain things. <laughs> I don't know if that's a healthy thing or not. It's probably but, not healthy um, how much I'm like freaking loving it. Yeah. But I, but I love know, that me going back to my like my, my, my movie, movie nerdness. Right? It's like yeah. <laughs> you guys remember that movie movie Hitch with Will Smith. Like at the end when he's like talking through the door and he's like telling yeah. her how he feels and he's like, yeah, it's like all in all yes. in this area. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just oh, and he has like no words and like making a complete ass out of himself and it's like that's what I'm seeing like <laughs> just going through. It's like I just got it's just all like oh it's like I can't even say it. Yeah. <laughs> and then everywhere. I feel I I even tell him I like dude I feel like I'm too much for you you know and he's like no not at all and I'm like well but mm. no you know and. And then I've told him before, I was like, I don't know how long you're going to want to be in a relationship with me. Why? Well, because, man, I am just all over the place. And and I've even told him, and he's like, oh, no, I haven't seen it. You know, you're good. And, you know, I'll, I've had a few, like, moments where you know, I've even told him, you know, I get depression, depressed. And he's like, I've never seen you been depressed. Mm. Well, yeah, because you're not going to see it. But now I would, I would, I'm so comfortable with him that if I'm having that depression, I don't want to get up off my couch. I'm okay telling him. I'm okay for him to see me because... That is how much open I am with him. And I've never been open. I was dealing with some stuff the other day. And normally my mom's a person I'll kind of say something to. I didn't want to tell no one. Right. I didn't want to tell no one. And I finally said it to him. And it was hard for me at first. But I realized I'm that comfortable with him that I can tell him when I'm failing. I, I can yeah. cry in front of him. I can do that. And, and once again, that's the first time I've ever done that. And, and I love this. I, I absolutely love that I can well, be so like- vulnerable and open and not be judged or and i know i'm not being lied to yeah. and i know i'm not being well, I strung so, around so it's like i know that to, i think it was, really I think it was sammy well. you were talking about like how you know you don't say um i love you unless somebody's like been through some stuff with you right yeah well and like so i mean if i if i look at like mine and jess's friendship right like yeah. one of the things when like for me it was like <laughs> it was my birthday right um, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast, but like she came over on my birthday and like <laughs> just hung out and watched mm. Netflix, you know? And, yes. Um, and, and then like, she had like, I, I mean, I don't want to put words in yeah. your mouth, Jess, but it's like, she had like, um, um, like, um, uh, I don't want to call it a meltdown, but it was just like, it was a really vulnerable moment, you know? And, and to me, it was like, I, like, I have so much love for you yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and again, a lot of it I think is like, but the fact that that, that mm-hmm. I know that Jess isn't a crier, mm-hmm. that she's not, you know, like super, 
like open with her emotions, but the fact that for me, the fact that she would like honor me and honor our friendship by letting me see that, you know, right. um, and, and letting me be there for her and just letting her cry, you know, and, yeah. and kind of process what she needed to process. And, and, and when I was crying, like Nate didn't come and hug me. He sat on, you know, his couch and I was like, uh, like on a recliner, they're close to each other. And I'm crying. He didn't get up and hug me. And we kind of, you know, we talked about that afterward. And it was because he knew how I felt. He knows how I'm not a hugger. He knows I'm not, you know, I'm like, me and Nate will like hug, yeah. like that, but never like a full on, you know, sobbing, crying hug. And, and I was very vulnerable. And, and, and at that time, like, I'm glad I was able to, to open up with Nate because I think that totally just gave mm -hmm. us a, a whole nother, you know, insight to our friendship. And, and I think that's, you know, it really bonded us. I mean, we're already bonded, but it really made us, I think, closer because he's now, mm -hmm. um, I have always said like Nate's my best yeah. friend, you know, um, well, I think my boyfriend's yeah. my best friend, but outside of a relationship, Nate's my <laughs> best friend. He's my closest friend. Nate yeah. knows so much about me. Mm -hmm. And now he's seen that vulnerable side that, that never gets seen. And it's, and I appreciate that. And Nate knew he's like, I, I didn't want to hug you because I knew that you wouldn't like that. And I'd even said, well, go part of me. Yeah. If he, Cause I was at a point that if he would have hugged me, I probably would have just lost it even more. But Nate also knows how I am. He knew wow. it was better not to hug me. And I, and I, and I actually appreciate that, too, because I, mean, I have snot running down my nose. And he has, like, these wood floors. It was, it was ugly crying. Snot. It was like... like... That's how hard I was crying. It was ugly crying. Well, I'm, like, the total opposite. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, John. You know what? Yeah, I'm so fussy with... I was about to say, I'm so fussy with everything. And Sam will tell you, like, mm -hmm. number one, yeah, I don't speak to girls unless we've got a mutual friend mainly. Like, in the main, I'm not someone who's going to, like, because mm. I need to verify your character. Like, we can't just hook mm -hmm. up. Like, it doesn't work like that nine times out of ten for me. Um, and so saying I love you to people is is a weird thing for me. In fact, I reckon I was 17 when I first learned, mm. like, how to cope with other people's emotions. So what used to happen is people used to cry and I just used to look around the room mm -hmm. and then be really awkward and people coming for hugs and yep. I'd step to one side. It was really bad. Um, but I just didn't know how to deal with people's emotions. And I wasn't, I found this pattern that kept going around where, especially for females, when I comforted them, it automatically mm -hmm. was like I was feeling some void and I'm mm -hmm. not a void filler. <laughs> so I was kind of like, well, I don't want you to get attached to me, either mm. not just like in a physical sense, but sometimes also in the sense where I'm now your troubleshooter. Mm. So you have all these no, issues, no. and because you yeah. cried to me the first time, I'm now the person. It's really cold hearted shit, but I mean, it, I suppose it's just part of who I am. Um, and I yeah. didn't want to be the troubleshooter all the time because you get into a pattern. Oh, this person made me feel better when this happened. Mm -hmm. So now that this has happened and I've got the same feeling again, let's go yeah. to this person and make, you know, let them feel better. And then I make you feel better. And then, you know, the cycle can yeah. <laughs> As I've got older, I've got a little bit better. Um, a little mm -hmm. bit is the key. <laughs> key word. Um, I've got a little bit better. Um, I'm more comforting towards people. But I think with this, I love you thing. I think it's um, spot on. I have to go through something with you. Um, and we, you know, at some point, we almost have to disagree with something. Can I have to see it valuable mm. to say, actually, you know what, I'm calling the truth here and just basically saying we're going to agree to disagree. Mm. 
mm-hmm. because our friendship or our relationship at this time is more valuable than being right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I get to that point where I'm like, actually, mm-hmm. there's a care, there's something. I've got this little uh-huh. tingly feeling in my heart. There's <laughs> something there for you where I've had, you know, I've had to sacrifice myself <laughs> almost and admit defeat in something because I love debating uh-huh. and I don't like to lose debating either. <laughs> I don't like to lose much stuff, but, you know, I deal with losses in certain things like FIFA <laughs> to Sam. You know, that's been a generational and a yearly thing. They just get used to losing to Sam. But, you know, if it hasn't been that, you know, then I'm not really willing mm-hmm. to sacrifice and say I love you because, you know, ultimately I don't. Man. Yeah. I don't feel the need to well, say. Well, I think, I think, I think it's, it's like always a point of discussion because I see people say it so much. linguistic nuances with that word, you know. Like, um, just growing up, you know, in the, in the Christian circles where I grew up, mm, um, definitely. you know, they talk mm. about how, like, in, in English, we have one word for love, you know, and it can mean a myriad of different things. You know, like, I love Jess differently than I love my kids, yeah. mm. differently than I love that new hamburger, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, whereas, like, where. Yeah. Yeah, whereas like when you get into more descriptive, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like, love those like, hamburgers, like, like Greek, like ancient Greek and stuff. It's like they had you know four or five different words that you know that um, that 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 all all translate yeah, into right, English yeah. as love, you know, because um, we don't have a, a better word for it other than love, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. Do you guys have other words in England yeah. that just that, or is it just love? Yeah, I think it's it's just love. But I like I've, I've talked about this on the podcast where I tend to think that um, love works like a syndrome. So if you if you've ever come across a syndrome, it's not really a disease. It's a set of different symptoms that cluster together to make, a, to make a syndrome. So for example, somebody who's got Down syndrome, mm-hmm. they, they have very specific um, deformities. Um, so they have club fingers, they have the, mm-hmm. the wide set eyes and stuff like that. And all of that gets diagnosed as you know, Down syndrome. And so I think love is kind of the same thing in the English language, which is why it's such a clusterfuck because you have to have trust, you have to have attraction, you have to have um, the ability to put yourself over others in order to have like a loving relationship. And that's very, very hard to explain, mm-hmm. especially with the language that we've got. I think even if you've got a very good comprehensive vocabulary, mm-hmm. finding a word for love is absolutely mm-hmm. just impossible but it is it's it's a it's a single so word to describe here, like we you said a myriad of different symptoms love, you, know, but, you know and those symptoms can vary yeah. depending on what you're talking about you know so hmm. that's yeah. wow this podcast just got really deep man exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well speaking of me you know that has gotten really deep um so um is, before we wrap it up um, in the next few minutes, is there anything, Nate, that you want to ask well, Sammy and Don? Well, I have a question um, for Sammy you guys, and, and this has nothing to, to do with Nate? anything. This is I'm going to use some American baseball terminology. This is coming completely out of left field. Um, well, I'm, which means, that, you know, I, 
Do they know what baseball in American is like? <laughs> so when you say something's coming from left field, it's like totally random. We right? know it's baseball, like, but we don't know enough. anything yeah. about it. So, so. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if I was to ask you guys, and I right, ask this okay. anytime yeah. I talk to anybody from the UK. Sure, sure, okay. Um, but if I was to, to, no. So it's it's probably been about like I think I think Sam and Don you probably talked to a lot like of people from number UK? six and seven. Um, but <laughs> but it's like so um, if I was to tell you say oh. to you guys hello to jason right. isaacs does that mean anything to you okay okay so okay no so the reason i ask is because um there's a a, a british mean nothing to me either um, nah. uh, film program that i listen to <laughs> religiously and it's a radio show there in britain it's on uh five live it's called uh, uh kermode and mayo's film review i am i'm, okay. I'm like, <laughs> it's like all this random stuff but let's like a I mean, You're the so podcast weird, has been going for, you know, 15 years or something. And that's one of their inside <laughs> jokes. It's like, hello to Jason Isaacs. And he's an actor. Um, he's a, he played um, uh, Draco Malfoy's dad in, um, in right. yeah, well, and he's friends with that show. And so, and he listens to the oh, show. And so yeah. they're all, it's always like, okay. you know, hello okay, to yeah, Jason yeah. Isaacs, you know? So it's, it's, you know, it's always one of those things where it's like, just to kind of like the, the code word. It's like, oh, are these, do these people listen to this podcast, you know? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a recommendation, you know, you guys on Friday afternoon from, uh, from two to four <laughs> that's on five live. It's a great, it's a great show and they, they do a great podcast and stuff. So anyway, um, that was, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was, that was my completely random, random question for you guys. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and Nate. <laughs> random thoughts with Ray. That's what I like, Miranda <laughs> and Nate. Yep. <laughs> All right, so Don and Sammy, is there anything that you want to ask Nate or me or both of us? So uh, for me personally, because <laughs> uh, I've always wanted to do this, yeah. First of all, well, I want to salute Nate on his beard because it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that's, I'm getting that out of the way. So yeah, no problem. Um, and also, I know that he's not fond of cats and I think it's, Good to have brothers, brothers in that alliance. Well, you don't like so, cats. I have <laughs> cats that no, I actually hate. I, I know you do. I know you do. I think, thank goodness I my think, boyfriend think... has been okay with my <laughs> no, cats. Go, go, sorry. <laughs> no, I just, I think. I know. I just get. I I don't like them. I just feel like they're plotting something. I just. They, they are. They're gonna slit your throat they and your are. Cats are like, evil. I, Yeah. Like I. Yeah. They're assholes, man. Yeah. I, like, well, so I, I, think I don't like them, man. Like, I don't when like the them devil too. tried to create. You know. I prefer dogs, like, but I don't mind that. God, God's creating dogs and zebras and giraffes, and and the devil's like, here, I got this. <laughs> now you know I will not disagree with my cats. They, you know what? My cats are indoor outdoor cats. I don't do the whole litter box thing. Um, but you know, if I go right, to my right. boyfriend's house for the weekend and it's raining outside, I'll put the litter box up and let them be inside because I feel bad. I come home last weekend. Yeah. I had a glass candle at my entertainment center. The cat jumped, broke the candle. Uh, fish food was everywhere. They dumped my trash. <laughs> over. I was pissed. I'm like, you guys are little assholes. You would have never done. Mm-hmm. They literally did it yeah. because I wasn't home, and they did it because they're mad. 
I'm like, that's ridiculous. Oh, dude. And also, I threw yeah. them all out. They were not no, allowed to come in for two days. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, uh, so when I was a kid, we actually had cats. Like, I had cats. And then I'll think, but, um, but oh, then, go ahead. Uh, I joined the army. And, you know, after I got out of high school and moved away, and I actually developed right. an allergy to cats. Um, so for a long time, it was just like, oh, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm allergic, right? So I can't be around them. And then when my ex-wife and I bought oh, our house, wow. uh. we lived next door to the crazy cat lady, like, like legit, like crazy cat lady. Like I can tell you stories and yeah, yeah. there were, she had 30, she had 30 cats living inside her house and like, yeah, it was bad situation. So that was, that was like, what it even more, it was like solidifying my my complete and total disdain for the species. (laughs) Them. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got paid for feeding cats very well, um, actually. I don't know why Sam paid them. Yeah, you know why? Because they could have killed you. us. That's oh why. Hey, just watch well. the cat. Oh, what is it man. called? The Lion the cat King? The Lion Tiger King on Netflix. What? Tiger King. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. that awesome. They're releasing um, some new episodes this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if it's oh, like one or two, but yes, uh, awesome. Dude. And I joined a Facebook group um, about that guy. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. So have you guys seen it? <laughs> so do you think that yeah, big yeah, yeah. I don't know if she cousin? actively killed him, but she may have locked him in a cage. Of course. Cut, of course. Of it, you know? Yeah, of course. definitely, 100%. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. You yeah. know, when she made the comment yeah. about, oh, well, you got to cover yeah. someone's in sardines in order for a cat to eat them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah. She, got, she knows. She's an assassin. Okay, so um, is there anything else you guys wanted to ask? Last, so lastly, um, I know this, your podcast is um, to do with dating and stuff, and I kind of missed the curve with the whole online dating thing. So I just want to get your views because... When I've listened to the podcast before, um, Jess, it seems like your relationship is kind of a love-hate thing with them. So I just wanted to get a bit more perspective on... Well, my thought you know, of online dating? What your views are. Yeah, and obviously anybody who's looking mm. to go into online dating, what kind of you know, things they should be wary of and that type of thing. Well, yeah. the way I look at online dating, it's, like, it's, it's kind of sad that we have to go online dating because we can't meet anybody in the real world. I had this guy two years ago check me out at Costco that's worked there, and I'd seen him over the last year and a half. I haven't seen him in forever, but he'd always check me out, but never once did he ask me out or anything, but you could tell he was, he right. always knew when I walked in, he always perked up, he would always smile at me. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he probably is married or has a girlfriend, but he's checking, you could tell he's definitely checking right. me out. Um, right. But nowadays, I've noticed, um, because the, the whole woman movement, I'm a woman, I can do whatever I want, da, 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 da. great, good, do whatever you want. But now guys are like, wait a minute, well, why do we have to approach you? Why do, you know, this or why does that, if you're such a big right. woman, why don't you come, right. you know, and I get that. Um, I have actually, like, given a guy my number, but as much as I'm open and loud and honest and just, I am, I will get shy when it comes to walking up to a guy and giving him my number because of, of the rejection. I don't want the rejection. Mm. So I think right. with online dating, yeah. I like, I had one person tell me that my profile intimidated them. And actually he is on, I think episode oh, wow. four um, on, on my podcast he was on. And he told me, you know, you're, you're it intimidating me because you're like, 
don't do this. Don't do this. I want this. I want that. And I said, the reason why I do that is because I'm trying to weed out everybody that, you know, if a guy just wants to hook up with some chick, I don't want that. And I put that on my profile. If you're looking just to have sex, don't swipe left. Don't swipe right. And, and I was very brutally honest to everything. So that way, if a guy sees that and he goes, oh, I want this, she wants that, so I know to swipe left. But a lot of people won't. They're still going to be like, whatever, I'm going to swipe right. Yeah. I was about to say, what guys just be and, like, and so That's one thing I've noticed. So I am like, I do say I want this, 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 and this. And the whole online dating thing, it, it ended up getting like I'd be on for a couple days be off I'd come back on because I'm bored and I'll go on like five or six dates with people and just because I'm going on a date doesn't mean I'm sleeping with them because I'm not you know um I tell people I don't do one night stands uh if we go on a date you're not picking me up I'll meet you there because you're not coming back I was very you know strict about my certain things because I didn't want a guy to pick me up one to know where I live Two, um, what if they're yeah. expecting to have sex when they come back because they just took me out? And I don't like that. I don't want them to expect that. We've all had mm. one night stands. We've all had, you know, where we've hooked up with somebody. But it's just not where I was really at in my life um, to wanting to do. And sure. so for me, it's like the whole online dating. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think that's, excuse my language, but that kind of fucked me up more than anything. And so I'm not uh, necessarily mm. for the online dating, even though that's where I was at. But my whole thing is I'm a single mom and I'm not working. I'm taking care of my son. And, you know, and so I wasn't out. And I don't have a workplace to meet people. I don't really have a lot of friends anymore because my life mm-hmm. took a different turn. And, you know, so I don't have people to introduce me to people. And church, there was no one in my church for me. And, and so for me, that was literally <laughs> my only outlet was online dating. And yeah. It wasn't even really right. for me to find somebody. It was more, I needed to have adult interaction. I needed to go have a cup of coffee or breakfast. Like me and Nate, when we met, it was breakfast. Yeah. Or, you know, I wanted, I right. needed that. I, and that's where I realized when I started doing the online dating, that's when I kind of pulled away from my church. That's when I started drinking again because I'm going out with these guys and they're oh, drinking. Okay. They want to, oh, here, have a beer. So I would yeah. do, and then I started drinking more and more and I'm going on more and more dates because now I'm having fun. Now I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is what it's like to be an adult. It feels good to get out of my house. Yeah. And, and it just, it took me in a dark, dark place. And and I that's the place that I never want to go to. So for me, I'm glad I'm not online mm-hmm. dating. I've said I've gone back and forth with it. Does it work for some people? Sure. My sister met her yeah. husband on Plenty yeah. of Fish. I hate that site, but plenty of fish okay. um i've had friends that have met their their spouses online dating and it works it's really really works mm. but for me it just took me down a path and it really took me in this dark deep hole because i've been mm. so to myself for five years and being a mom and raising my son just me that when i started the online dating it just i let loose and i became wild and crazy and doing everything right. under the sun. Right. And, um, but it was my outlet. It was something that I needed to do to mm. release. But then again, it backfired and it really hurt me. And I got in that dark place. Mm. Now that I'm not online dating, I, I, I'm like happier. And I'm, you know, I'm just, I don't know if that answered your question, but yeah. well, online and dating for me, it's yeah, like for certain people. Yeah, and for me, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't good for me. Because, um, you know, if you, I mean, you guys have right. listened to our podcast and stuff, and I'm very open about, even when I am dating, it's like, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Cause I'm just not ready for that. You know? Um, 
and it's like I've met you know a few women on there, yeah. and it's like again, I'm totally open. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of times it's generally it's like before we even meet, you know, it's like while we're chatting, it's like, hey, what are you looking for? Like, this is kind of where I'm at, you know. And if you're not there, then you know, take care of yourself and have a have a have good luck, you know, have a nice life. Um, but you know, one of the, one of the things I like about online dating and Jess's experience this firsthand is that, like, yeah, yeah. When it comes to like going to a like going to a club and going to a bar, first of all, I don't like clubs. I'm I'm thirty I'm thirty eight years old, man. That's a young man's game. Um, but like if I'm going to a bar or something, I don't either. It's like I have almost yeah. zero yeah. game Me when it comes to like just yeah. chatting up a woman, yeah. like uh, on like just hey, like let's meet and oh hey, she's pretty. I'm gonna go over and talk <laughs> to her and you know, okay. um, <laughs> I have like I have almost like almost zero game. Um, like I said, Jess, Jess has been witness to that firsthand. Right, um, yeah, yeah. But like, the thing I like about yeah, <laughs> I even sealed the deal for him one time with another chick, and he like yeah. totally um, screwed that up. I'm well, like, dude, like, I, I totally but the thing I like about going home oh, with like, is <laughs> that, about the apps and stuff is that it's like there's already at least some kind of mutual attraction, right? So it's like I, I already kind of know that okay. Like, even if they haven't looked at my profile or whatever, they generally saw my picture and were like, hey, cool. Like, right. you know, yeah, I'd go out with this guy, you know, or at least give him a shot, you know. So then it's like, all right, well, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then they yeah. meet him and go, oh, my God, I'll go the other way. He was not who I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's actually hard to work out, man. Like, people think that it's like, it's so easy, like, to know when people like it. I get the wrong signals all the time. Normally, yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is a good friendship. We're all right. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. And meanwhile, down the line, the female's listening to slow jams in her house and thinking that we're something else that we're not. <laughs> and I've got no idea. And similarly, mm, like, yeah. the opposite way as well, you know, sometimes I, I think, oh, yeah, this girl, like, really likes me. And then it's like, well, no, nah, she doesn't. <laughs> she just thinks you're a cool person. And so I, I think, like, I think guys have a hard time, man. I think we get a hard time on, on that stuff. I mean, I haven't asked someone now. Well, I didn't ask someone now all the way from, like, birth till, like, no, I'd say about 20-something. I think it, how long was it, Sam? Was it was that around right? Yeah. Was it I think about 19, 19, 20. No, I think about 20, 23, mm-hmm. something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, to like 23. I refuse to ask girls out. I was like, <laughs> so you want me to go through public humiliation and you're going to do what? Mm-hmm. Like, just, yeah, I was like, no, nah, that's not happening. I'm like, if you like me, you stake your interest. Or we can both go in that blind and whatever happens is whatever happens. But there's no way I'm going to be, oh, hi, I really like you. Do you want to go? Nah, that's not coming out of my mouth. So, yeah. you know. Um, and that happened for a long yeah, time well, and, until I met my ex. And never mind. It is. It is. I, I and, say and, I didn't. And for some people, like I don't. You there are some people that just you know, are born with that. Battle, but, you know, either born with it or developed it hard, that it's self, than think. sense of self-confidence, right? Like where it's like, cool. You know, like I was a. Uh, so I was at a work retreat a while mm-hmm. back, and uh, there's what you know. I work with one of these guys, and I mean, he's a guy that like works out and he's stacked and stuff, but. You know, since my divorce, he and I have kind of turned into wingmen for each other, you know, (laughs) and but he's that guy that'll be like, he'll like, you know, slip his uh, slip his um, his his uh, hotel card into a girl's pocket and be like, hey, here's my room number, you know, and then but he'll he uses that shotgun approach, right? It's like he'll. Oh, my gosh. 
like when we're at a club or whatever, he'll chat up <laughs> 10 different women and his whole thing is like, Hey dude, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, whatever. Right. It's like, I just don't have the energy. I don't have the energy for that early confidence, you know? <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah. but yeah, so it's like, there's that, that level of, Oh, okay. Well, there's yeah. some kind of like mutual <laughs> attraction at least <laughs> that's there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so it's like, okay, well then they can, after we chat a little bit, we can kind of decide if we want to be, sure. you know, and, I actually have a pretty good, you know, again, for, for kind of where I'm at and what I'm looking for, it's like, I've got a pretty good, pretty good batting average for like, if we actually meet up, you know what I mean? Um, mm. So, uh, but, and now with, with, with COVID and everything that's going on right now, it's turned into a whole different game. Yeah. Cause it's Not like, right. you know, it's like, a, well, Hey, date from home. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know? Cause again, yeah, that yeah. sends the wrong yeah, that sends a signal that i'm not looking to send right now is like hey you know like oh we've <laughs> we've chatted for two months or whatever and it's like okay well you know yeah. this is gonna happen hey, and you know what this is oh yeah it freaking sucks and this is why i'm so glad that i'm not single right now <laughs> um well okay so obviously <laughs> with this whole covid19 thing um we're, we're obviously craving some interaction with people. So I'm so glad that we were able to connect with you two finally. And I'm glad you guys were able to connect with us. And obviously we needed this Absolutely. social interaction, even though it's over the phone. Um, and because we're over, yeah. we're like, we're way yeah. over, but you know what? That's okay. Because <laughs> if people love us, they're going to listen to it. And I love that we were able to collab <laughs> together. I think we should definitely do this again. Um, and, and, obviously not as long, (laughs) but, um, so I just, I think it's really awesome that even though you guys are in England, eight hours ahead of us, um, you know, I, I think it's really, really awesome that through technology, we're able to do this and, um, yeah, this was so much fun. I just wanted to say thank you guys. And I hope that we can do this again. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's well, good you guys have yourself an amazing <laughs> evening as we're oh, starting man. your day. <laughs> we will do. Uh, oh, man. Man. Well, thank you for all your doing. Well, you yeah, said you were. So, you're working. So, so, you know, I'm on cool. Yeah, thank okay. you. Yeah, I'm on cool. Yeah, I'm on cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't come to my house. You know what? I actually have a yeah. friend that works for social services. <laughs> so she came to my house. I asked her a few questions. I was like, can I get in trouble with that? She was like, no, you're good. I said, yes. You know, I was like, sure. So I'm like, you're not allowed to hang out with She's like, girl, why do all my friends tell me that? I was like, because you're going to take our kids away. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you so much. I'm so glad we did this. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Be kind. And, yeah, be always, kind, be courteous. Um, and live friend, your best Nate, life. It's been so long. I already forgot my sign off. Have a nice life. No, be kind, be courteous. Oh, and enjoy the best life you possibly can. All right, guys.